It is the 31st century, and mankind is once again at war. The battlefields of the future are dominated by huge robotic war machines known as battle mechs. Piloting these awesome weapons of war are men and women, the elite of the elite, knowing that each battle could be their last. They are mech warriors. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! It's showtime. All right. I got to sound like Dave. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about mech and tech. Why do I not have a mech suit? Where's my Iron Man suit? Where the fuck is my aliens? Cat 3000. Cat 3000 forklift. Why do we not have Avatar and Matrix machines that we get in and ride around in and walk? Why do we not have walking things that we can ride in? Yeah, where's my AT-AT? My at-at, as they're so affectionately termed. (laughs) Chicken walkers and shit. ATST. Why do we not have any of those? Probably do, but we're just not allowed to have them. It, I think it's like engineering wise, and it's a problem of efficiency in motion, right? Wheel is like the most efficient way to get shit around. Okay, we'll put tracks on it. So, right? <laughs> Gundams that, on rollerblades? Yeah, like if I can uh, get an excavator, cut the top of it off, put a robot in there that I can stand in and control, foot pedals, make it fast like a tank. Let me have that shit. Megazord on roller roller skates. Fuck yeah, man. I mean, you know, like, fucking Aliens was uh, in, like, 1989. Yeah, so, I mean, there's two ways you can go about this. You can, you can argue for <clears throat> the industrial applications, right? And you could argue for military applications. So, we'll start with industrial. I because- wonder how it would work. Like... You can't run it off of diesel fuel. It's like you'll fucking die. <laughs> Carbon dioxide in the cab. You pass out and fall over. Yeah, well, even still, we're we're finding out now, like publicly, that electric engines are vastly more efficient than um, conventional gas or diesel engines. Yeah, like the batteries aren't for something that big. I mean, that moves that much. We're we're starting to get there. Um, it would be so heavy. It'd be so goddamn heavy. So I think the, like, <laughs> pun intended maybe is, like, the footprint of that machine is a lot smaller than something with wheels, right? Because you're, you're building vertically versus horizontally. Right. So as far as narrow job sites, as far as being able to lift to greater heights um, and just better vision, like, you sit in the middle of a cockpit of so many of our machines that are used for construction and like you can't see shit dude there's always something blocking the way if you put yourself up 15 feet you have like a full 180 degree scope uh where your cockpit's projected out forward like you see everything you know your lifting yeah. apparatus are beneath your line of sight um uh, that's well, safer the way that i imagine it is like you you go in there you know and uh you put your arms in and you wear it like a suit I would imagine, you know, so your finger controls are all hooked into some kind of 
thing and wrist and arms, elbows, knees, you know. And as you move, it moves. Look at a like Pacific Rim right there in these, yes. these suspended harnesses. They're in these suits. It's neurokinetic. It sure um, would be they're awesome. reading thought patterns, which um, Neuralink is working on now. They've had that sort of technology for like 30 years. Or yeah. Paraplegics can think about something and move a mouse cursor or their uh, wheelchair left and right. So it's like the foundation's there. Right. right. The the issue, I think, with a lot of this is I look at Money. Um, like weight is, is a big one, right? So there's a reason why creatures can only get so large because they start literally collapsing in on themselves. Right. Um, well, the, no, man. We're fucking dinosaurs and shit, you know? Yeah. you. There's a lot of difference. Like there's blah, blah, blah science, blah, 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 way more oxygen, a little bit more buoyant. A lot of those mega-sized dinosaurs allegedly lived within like water, so they're half buoyant most of the mm. time. Um, a little like the you know, patasaurs and brachiosaurs and shit like that. So there's there's still an upper limit, right? Because of the like inverse nature of like uh mass to um volume. You know what I mean? Like you know, get twice as much volume. It's like three times as much mass. Or sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? They got like uh, these fucking huge digging machines. From like the Cold War and shit, and to the size of a whole fucking Walmart. Yeah, but they still worked. <laughs> they still work. Yeah, those are like steel tracks, I, and they have to like disassemble those and ship them on yeah, four hundred trucks. It doesn't have to be that big. It's got to be big enough for me to get in and ride around in it. You know what I mean? And I and I want it. Yeah, dude. Um, like, where the fuck is my avatar? My, you know, my avatar machine. So it, you we build. To fulfill a need, I guess we'd have I to think fabricate. That's a need. Oh yeah, because my ego wants it. I want well, Max. No, I mean, look at the fucking forklift on aliens. They were like doing all kinds of cool shit with that thing, man. I mean, and it's that one anyway. Like it was just a little bit bigger than you, mm-hmm. but it had like a lift capacity of, you know, however much. And so she's in it, and like loading the truck like a like like a person. Loading the truck, you know, but in a machine. Yeah, we've got a lot of small-scale models like that now. Um, the, yeah. the initial research, like in our, our previous episode, we talked about the military-industrial complex. Some of the issue was um, making soldiers exoskeletons to where they, they can march with full rucks and ammo and everything like that for, you know, long periods of time. Kind of makes you to... think of, like, uh, the first Batman with Christian Bale. Yeah. They're talking about, like, the suit that he wears, and it's like, they decided that a soldier's life wasn't worth two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, well, I'm saying everybody in the military needs one, but you know, like you have like the main people, and then you got like heavy. Instead of having a tank, you got that fucking thing. Yeah, um, shit would be dope. So, the the need if we if we fabricate this, the need is to have a smaller footprint for maneuverability in a congested job site. Cool. Boom. Right. They'd probably have to be kind of fast too, you know, like I'm, in a military application. Military, Couldn't be but slow as shit. We're gonna start with industrial, right? Okay. So build tall, so you're not taking up as much space on the job. You can maneuver around stuff. You have a virtual zero turn radius, right? Uh, you just fucking turn around. You two step, turn around. Um, and intuition of use, right? If you make this in a sort of they're a bodysuit or Neuralink or just 
arm controls and like leg controls that just register your actual movements uh, and transfer those into equivalent mechanical movement. I think there's a guy in China or something that has like a small scale skeletal type. Like it's real small, like barely fits on him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he's, he's basically wearing like a hydraulic skeleton and it makes him like be able to lift up like heavy ass shit. <laughs> it's not finished. You know, it doesn't have like big, big grade metal and yeah. big grade hydraulics, but like he can like jump really high and shit with it. <laughs> yeah. So cool. in the, in the sphere of, smaller suits a lot of them are actually pneumatic not hydraulic because right. hydraulic is so much heavier and it's slow pump and shit yeah it's slow you don't like pneumatic you get almost instant response times it's a lot lighter um harness and everything else there's a couple of youtube guys that have built oh, yeah. uh, pneumatic uh devices uh, my son suits. watches that guy yeah they're they're pretty cool a lot of backyard scientists there's a lot of guys that are 3d printing out iron man suits and stuff it's um, cool it's pretty cool so Let's see. All right, it needs to have a small footprint. It needs verticality for a greater, you know, lift height. Um, it's probably gonna have to be electric, you know, until we get like small uh, nuclear fusion machines yeah. and stuff like that, or reactors oh, like in the future. Fallout fucking suit. I forgot to mention. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably a lot of a lot of power to use those things. But, the Mark uh, Five fission battery. <laughs> they're just they're so fucking cool, and it's like. It's it's that sort of peak sci-fi thing. So I think that we as humans have a pretty good form as far as like we're able to do a lot of different work with how we are. Like we don't have four legs, so we can't run as fast, but like shit, we can jump, we can climb, we can grab. The, we have better line of sight, like I was saying. Um so there's a lot of natural adaptations and advantages that we have in this shape that I think would translate really well to a industrial um, or military or whatever outfit. Uh, just that mechanical advantage on all scales probably be really good. I mean, think of doing like tree work, you know, you have oh, yeah. big old gripping arms with saw blades in the middle. You cut the limb, grab the limb. You don't have to worry about dragging yes. it down with a rope. You don't have to worry about any of the de- debris. You just literally prune like you're pruning a bonsai tree and karate kid yesterday we were trimming the trees at the shop and i took that 18.5 and just grabbed one of the branches and tore it off <laughs> like i'm tired of playing games here <laughs> so rip that shit right the fuck off it was awesome yeah it's hard to do that with anything else you know um but that that arm that mechanical advantage that's reminiscent of uh what we do and like that's kind of how we we think we get pretty good with uh, adapting. So you can start playing a video game and be dog shit at it, and then mm-hmm. two years and then you could be competing on a national level in esports because you're just your muscle memory is down. You've attuned your body to that the way of movement and uh, utilizing everything like all your resources. And I think that it would be probably the most intuitive if you're in a suit because you're just doing the same shit you'd normally be doing. Yeah. Um, if we had them, Dave was scratching his beard. If we had them at work, as we work for a rental company, uh, I would rent one every weekend. 
and just walk around in it. <laughs> That's probably why we're not allowed to have them. Because I'd just be chilling in that bitch, like trying to go to the store and stuff. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> you know, it would be awesome. Yeah, I think uh, there's there's a lot of merit to it. Uh, in the I think the natural progression is that the iRobot problem, right? In iRobot, everyone fucking had one, and they just do everything. They'd pick up your groceries. They'd go, you know, work oh, in your car. They that wasn't a suit, though. No, no, no. But like, once you take the human element out, like, eventually we're gonna have yeah. that doing like a human machine able to do those those things. The right. whole episode on AI and why that might be a bad idea, but <laughs> keeping that human element in there. Um, Did you see that thing where the fucking the helper uh, AI thing at the store in like Ohio drove off and like it was supposed to like go get the carts or something and it just like left. <laughs> I'm going on an adventure. And they just took off down the road and like the guys are chasing it and they're yelling at it like it was a person. Like, <laughs> no, come back. Where are you going? And it's just like, That's like driving down the road. It's pretty fucking funny. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, there's there's a lot in the pop culture conscience that has really give me a burning desire. You've got <laughs> Robotech, you've got Gundam, Big O, Evangelion, Iron Giant. Love Iron Giant. Let's oh, yeah. fucking go. Um, all of the you know the Alien Power franchise, Rangers. Voltron, Power Rangers, the Megazords. Like we just we want it, people. Make that shit, companies. Like what the fuck? Come on, Boeing. Or don't they make airplanes? Yeah, they make they make a bunch of stuff, but uh, yeah, particularly airplanes. Fuck. Um, uh, I don't even know who. Uh, John Deere, come on, man. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> like fucking Takahuchi. Let's go. Come on with it. It's it's fulfilling a itch, like scratching an itch that we didn't really know we needed until like you sit down and think about it. And you're like, yeah, dog. We would never get them. I just don't think like as as human populace. I mean, military probably, uh, maybe industrial, but you're not going to be able to buy one unless you're like a mega billionaire. All right, so let's switch over to uh, the military then, right? The Mecca. It's just dope. Pacific Rim. Badass. We're not having to fight kaiju. Yeah, that was a necessity. Yeah. That's right, why that's they what build said. We, we build for a necessity. Um, in so many shows... Uh, they talk about like you know those mecha pilots and they're always the protagonist and everything. I need to be rich. Super cool. Because if I was rich, I would turn into like an Elon Musk with this and be like, "Hey, you want to have a mech suit?" Yeah, I, Iron Man, pretty cool. <laughs> I do. <man. laughs> um, so starting out with the the large mechs, like I think the issue is that of that weight problem. So you can up armor a tank. It's a low profile. Yep. Tanks can be hidden, dude. You look at aerial photogra- uh, photographs of tanks that are like covered in bush, and you can't, can't fucking see them. See them. Yeah. Um, they've got some technology for like refractive coatings and stuff like that that make them blend in. They're virtually invisible. Um, makes a lot of sense there. Uh, so, the tank can't shoot through a bunch of trees, though. You can stomp through a bunch of trees with a mecha. Mm-hmm. As yep. long as a bunch of uh, Ewoks don't trip you up and mm-hmm. <laughs> ram some uh, trees into you, yeah, some big logs. But I think that would be like the the all terrain case for it, right? You can ford through some shallow rivers. 
you've got uh, you've got greater line of sight. You can still crouch down if you need to take some cover. Um, working in an urban area, you know, stepping in between streets and over cars and stuff. And uh, what about power lines? Um, Would that fry you? Like, <laughs> get tangled up in power lines and like shut down, like Godzilla in every Godzilla movie. Um, mm. yeah, I mean, there's, there's probably ways around that, but uh, there, there's something about it. It's it's almost like a reflection of like the peak human capability, just bigger, badder, more missiles, mini guns, um blazers so there's a lot of work uh going into like plasma shields that's another thing you see in sci-fi is like people have these plasma shields for their ships and stuff like that star trek shields charge 65 percent captain we can't take another volley like you know redirect all shields towards you know the four um if we had something like that you know i mean because it's a it's an odd target there's a lot of smart weapon systems that would be able to hit you so if you add more armor, way too heavy, less maneuverability, like maybe we make some plasma shields for those things. Independence Day. Mm-hmm. If something's close enough to get through it, I mean, they're going to get stepped on <laughs> or, right. or, or booted across the street. It should be awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. You think they have stuff like that in military? Hell no. I, I know they got uh, those like dog mm-hmm. things, like AI dog situation like a, it's like a mule basically carries all the shit and has machine guns yeah i on think it. one of them is actually named mule but uh yeah there's there's one that's like the robo dog that's made just to carry material for, yeah. for troops stuff Carrying like that it has machine guns on it though mm-hmm. which is kind of scary but uh fuck man say those things went haywire then then there's a necessity now we need suits yeah, suits to defeat the suits. <laughs> yeah, the, the suits to f- defeat the fucking robots that we created. So yeah. in, um, I know you're not probably familiar with it, there's a, a series of anime called Gundam, and they've got a shit ton yeah, of them. I know what it is. I never watched it. Yeah. So they they normally fight in space. So they're like a space colony versus like the Earth conglomerate or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but in space, you don't have to worry about weight. You can't up armor. You have 360 movement capabilities. Um. And then in like Robotech and some Gundam shows, they they turn into jets and spaceships and shit and, and fly off. So they have different modes of of transport. But there's there's hardly a cooler thing than seeing a giant mecha pull out its like vibro plasma knife and mm-hmm. just gut another mecha. Yeah, fucking uh, Transformers. He has that big plasma knife thing that like cuts through steel. Yeah, shit was jamming. Shit was jamming. Yeah, I mean, well, what about like technology though? Like, you know, mech aside, what what kind of technology would would you want? Uh, so I think nuclear for yourself, anyway. Like for you? Oh, me personally? Oh, fuck. Um, there was something. So I've got like a a Zoids model, this like Liger over here, and a lot of sci-fi that portrays these mechs. A lot of times they're like lost technology. You know, they find an old mech and no one really knows how to use it. Right. It's got a machine spirit that only the protagonist can bond with. It was kind of the same thing with like these Zoids, which were um, based off mecha animals. And so like, you know, like tigers and T-Rexes and shit like that. Uh, they had their own like kind of AI personality uh, that you'd have to mesh with. Um, I think that for me, I'd 
I'd probably want something more manual. As much as it might be nice to have like a, a cool cooperative relationship with an AI-controlled system, man, I hate to piss that thing off. It right. sees you hop into your Honda Civic and drive home, and then the next day it just locks you in the cockpit and it's, it's pulls like, all the oxygen out. It's like a girl one. Yeah. I saw you in that Civic. Yeah. I saw you with that bitch. But babe, that's my car. Oh, I saw you with it. Yeah, what I could have got you home. I could have took you home. Yeah. You didn't need to get in the car with her. Uh, it is the car. I didn't get in the car with her. It's a 98 Honda Civic. It's not like you. <laughs> yeah. um, Iron Man is like the penultimate, right? Because it's compact. At the end of it, he just has nanobots that plot device do whatever he wants. You know, steal the Infinity Gauntlet. But um, she does. there's an issue with technology being able to support uh, like weight and response time so a lot of the robots you used to watch you know throughout like the 90s and early 2000s like couldn't walk for shit you know they had to push one foot out in front of the other mm-hmm. and they're both grounded before it transferred weight and now we have robots that can like jump around and like they the software is smart enough to predict how the weight is going to affect the whole system where as people it's just a natural thing for us like we fall into step when we run uh, we jump and we know how to land it's a lot for a machine to be able to do that um but the iron man suit if made like there's so many small pistons and servos and like it's unrealistic that he could take the sort of damage that he takes in the marvel movies because like it's such thin steel we'd need mm. a vibranium or something like that material that we just don't have the um material sciences to support right now right but uh if we could yeah that would that would probably be the most jamming thing as the iron man suit and whatever mark that you can make it would likely look more like the hulkbuster than anything yeah all giant and huge I would want something more simple, I think, at first. Like a fucking lightsaber, <laughs> you know? Uh, I've always wanted a lightsaber, like a real one that, you know, you cut people and they fucking die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or you can cut through steel with that bitch. It's like a plasma sword. I want one of those. Um, and, like, people are, like, sort of kind of, like, making them. They're not, like real lightsabers but you know they're kind of working on it it's kind of cool and uh hoverboard that'd be dope fucking hoverboard man uh and you scale that up to like hover shoes <laughs> shit would be awesome uh that first anyway i mean you know iron man suit would be fucking amazing but i think we're like fucking light years away from anything like that yeah we need that that arc reactor that he made right the the power is the first problem. Yeah, mostly, yeah. The the second is just getting dialed into like response time to where you're not waiting a full second or half second. Like it needs to be virtually instantaneous. Um that's why I like help like Pacific Rim was like slow combat, you know what I mean? It's moving a lot of weight over a right. long distance. So you got, you know, a sixty foot arm span. You know, it takes a lot to get that robo fist over to to cock a kaiju in the face. Yeah. Um, And then also, like, stopping. You know, if you're running in that motherfucker, like, how do you stop that big bitch? You know? 
I mean, I know from personal experience of like when you get this much weight rolling, and I only weigh like two something, two eighty, mm-hmm. two ninety. You get this much weight rolling at full speed, it's hard to stop, you know. And I'm not a fucking ten thousand pound machine. You think of like semi trucks, you got like a, a, a mile stopping distance or some shit. Um, weight definitely affects everything. Even like as a person, you know, like I'm way heavier than you. So if we both run into that fence out there at full speed, I'm probably going to go through it. You're not, (laughs) you know? So yeah, man, it would be fucking awesome to have a mech. Imagine just a bunch of people walking around in mechs in a fucking grocery store. (laughs) Hey man, I really like your color scheme. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Wow, man, you painted yours like Iron Man. Got that cherry red with the flames. And yeah, stuff. fucking yeah. Put make that Corvette red. Uh, I th- really would twist twisted steel and sex appeal. Yeah, I think there's something <laughs> iconic, um, just about the the profile of a mech. Like, it's if you saw that marching through your streets, you know and I mean, it, it, conversely, all... you'd have like if it's a a parade for your country ultimate source of pride dude and that's where in like uh the pacific Rim universe they had these pilots that were superstars you know they were national heroes and like you had people rooting for them they had like sponsorships uh um like real steel and stuff like that it created this this culture around them i think absolutely we'd have the same thing a bunch of private sponsors you think like mecca nascar (laughs) <laughs> like a destruction derby or, or whatever format it is, um, yeah. you start investing private uh, money into it, you know, corporate money, not government. You get a whole lot of different designs. You look at battle bots back in the day. Oh, that shit was awesome. It was in, insane. Um, a lot of the Mythbusters and shit like that uh, were a part of different battle bots teams. And so you get a, a really wide range of potential capabilities and experimenting on they had like robot wars there was a few different ones um shit was cool though and that was just small scale uh real steel was awesome and those weren't mechs but they were still badass yeah you know uh and they're still they were still piloted by someone a controller right i don't really know how you would make them I, i know there's some things out there that are like sort of like that like my dad used to work on cranes um he's like a big diesel mechanic he's you know the piston was like the size of a semi-truck tire you know yeah, around um, just giant like rolls royce does a lot of the engines for ships like cruise ships and stuff yeah uh, that's um, where they got most of their money it wasn't the cars it was huge it was, that. It was like these cranes for like uh like if you go out uh to like phosphate mines and shit they have them out there you can see them from the road they're just massive and uh like the dredgers is what they are they don't have tracks they have like crab legs yeah like six legs and you walk with these fucking giant machines and you know talk about weight it takes forever to move (laughs) but like it's so massive and it has so much power, it's just insane. 
just inspires awe. Like you, you just watch him for hours. I used to go yeah. out there when he was working on him. I was like, wow, <laughs> like how the fuck is this thing walking? It's basically a big cube mm-hmm. crane. Like it looks like a regular crane with legs instead of tracks. You know. Yeah, I got to go see the uh, the Artemis rocket over um, at Cape Canaveral roll out on the crawler that has a max speed of like two miles an hour. And right, uh, right. these giant tank treads pulling out this spaceship that's fucking <laughs> 300 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's wild to like, it's almost a, like a divine thing seeing man being able to move something. Like there's so many hundreds of thousands of parts that we've put together through just ingenuity and production and like it's doing something. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. There's a, a thing that the County uses. Um, I know down here, I'm not hundred percent sure about other, other States, but uh, it's called the Menzi muck. And um, it's for like cleaning canals and shit. It's almost a mech. They're so cool. You seen them? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost a mech. Like it, it has, you sit in there in this like helicopter cockpit looking thing and it has wheels on it and the wheels like you roll along like a normal thing and then the wheels lift and you're like 20 feet tall, you know, and so you can like have one set of wheels on the bank and the other set of wheels in the water and you're like, it's like an excavator. You go out and clean out trash and dig out the canal it's almost a mech. Yeah, there is a... Uh, but it's slow as shit. Ghost in the Shell has a really cool idea. They have, like, these almost spiders. Like, they look like arthropod um, robots, and they have, like, six legs, and each leg also has wheels. Nice. And they're, like, mag lev wheels and shit like that. So, like, they're crawling up and, like, rolling on the sides of buildings and shit. They've got grappling hooks awesome. um, where they can, like, swing over and, and ascend. They're super cool. Um you remember uh, that movie with Bill Smith where he's the cowboy? Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. The, yeah, so... Yeah, they had that giant spider thing. Started with, like, steam steampunk. Steam uh, engine kind of thing. Like, yeah, just imagine if we had a an alternate history where instead of normal tanks and armored cavalry, we just made mechs. That would be awesome. That'd be so cool. But yeah, I think that's I think that's uh one of the reasons why we like it so much is it's it's almost a like a godly concept. Like we it's the penultimate expression of mankind and our capability. Just like literally packaged in what looks like a person. And I think that's why we're so drawn to it. Um, oh, I have made fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think space would would solve for a lot of those problems, but we'll probably We'll probably get something like that uh, when like, we go be in our colonize lifetime. other planets and stuff like that. Just it's an all-purpose machine, you know. You think it'll be in our lifetime? No, probably not. Probably not. That sucks. But uh, we won't live to see it. You know, we don't have to have like a. That's it. A platform with a different uh, attachments. You just have this big fuck off robot that can you need to make a bunch of money off this podcast start building these things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh we don't need an excavator you just have your big robot pick up a giant shovel yeah you know hey yeah. we uh we need to drill something okay get the big mecca to pick up think about all the drill 
Think about all the uh, jobs it would create. Because you don't have to learn how to drive this thing, you know, number one. Yeah, we talk about excavator um, drivers uh, being like, like there's like rock stars among them. You've seen the uh, YouTube videos, they crawl up the sides of mountains and do a bunch of pinpoint work. They'll like dribble a basketball. What the fuck? You imagine that. Like light a match. Yeah, but just imagine that being like translated (laughs) to a giant person. It's awesome. Um, It'd be kind of cool to make one and put our podcast on it. <laughs> like blunt force drama, uh, mech. Um, plays the intro when it comes in. Yeah. Does so there's, little, there's does a one dance. <laughs> there's one other one I want to talk about. And that's a, an old anime called neon Genesis Evangelion. And the concept of this is like mankind is on its knees fighting against angels, which are, ludicrously powerful amorphous beings and it's like about the rapture and shit like that so we've Mm. stolen blood from the angels and cloned them into giant biological mechs Mm. and so like uh the pilots are basically like drilled into this thing like in the, the back of their fucking head they um they have these cores so they they hop in these pods that go into the biological mech and then they attune to it. It has like, like weird machine spirit thing. Um, in the mm. protagonist case, it's got like the AI imprint of like his dead mother. And so like, it's as close of a bond. You have like this um, kind of like in Pacific Rim, they have like that sync process. Yeah. You have to like be in sync to control it. It's the same sort of concept. So only specific like teenage pilots can pilot these things. Cause they're on that same brain wavelength or whatever. Um, but that would also be a possibility, I guess. Uh, I think biological machines, right, are what we are now. We're just a big machine made with flesh instead of, you know, hard steel parts. That could be a possibility. I mean, if you think about um, exo exploration and like colonization, what if we don't have to? bring all of those resources and materials and steel and fabricating technology there. Like we literally grow a mech, a mm. little fucking machine human that runs around and we feed it biomaterial until it grows up. And then we just morph into it, you know, through whatever that looks like or have a, a psychic link to it. So you get something the size of an, an elephant, right? Uh, of a person that's able to do work controlled by something else kind of like a golem yeah hmm. so it's still a mech it's just a, a bio mech that's cool um are they only controlled by you that's that's a concept in like most of the material is like it has you, to have a driver yeah you'd, you they like sync up their brains or something like that or maybe it's so it's like sitting there just kind of like breathing it would be so uncanny. <laughs> It'd be weird. It'd be so like, fucking it's like weird. Breathing, but like not actually able to do anything. Yeah, but I mean, until hey, you we, upload yourself, we we are we are gods. I mean, the universe kind of is literally at our fingertips for manipulation. It'd be kind of cool, I guess. Till they figure out a way to become conscious, and then we all die. You know, there's all kinds of shit, man. Like that movie Elysium. He has like a a drone suit, uh, and basically it's like uh, 
exoskeleton kind of thing that just it doesn't have like you're not inside of it it like connects to your arms and shit and and goes up your back and your your legs and yeah uh day after tomorrow yeah yeah, but they have to like wire it into your brain to make it work Mm -hmm. so he's got like it's matt damon he's got like a fucking hole in his head where they wired it to his brain and he's running around bleeding out of this thing but yeah it's uh kind of like that it's pretty cool i i think we'll get there but I'm just pissed off that it hasn't already happened. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I want to take a a $200,000 mecha loan and go get me a nice uh, Ford F12000. <laughs> <laughs> a Chevy Silverado mech. Yeah. Um, a JLG fucking Skyrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome, man. One day, probably not when we're alive, but... As always, be the change you want to see. Someone head out to the garage right now and start tinkering because I don't have a garage, so (laughs) it's not on me, it's on you. Me neither, and I I don't have time, so. Uh, What's that dude that made the rail gun and he makes like the gauntlet and the YouTube dude? Uh, I'm not sure which specific channel because I get like six different feeds for that sort of stuff. His son would know. Subscribe to. Uh, That guy. Make make the fucking max, man. And then tell me one. <laughs> it's gotta be a, a double X Mac though. Yeah, double X Mac. <laughs> Alright. Well uh enjoy your weekends. We'll uh see you back up on Monday. Peace. <laughs>